What's good? It's your boy Kilo, and this is the regular podcast. Drop the beat. Nope. second round of this situation right here, man. However, I got a guest with me today. My lady Shay is with me, and she gonna break down everything I'm breaking down, so, you know. I wanna talk about a few things today, and um, before we start that, man, how, y- how y'all feel about this Drake disrespect? <laughs> like, Drake is being disrespectful at an all-time high right is now. Is he being disrespected or disrespect? disrespectful no drake is being disrespectful because i just seen something like an hour ago Mm -hmm. the song that drake this pusha t and kid cuddy on right kanye produced it oh i didn't know that like so so drake hit kanye up like y'all need a beat he was like all right i got you send him the beat this dude does a diss on his people Mm. how disrespectful can you get Drake is a cornball. He could be that, but he disrespecting everybody, though. <laughs> Meek Mill got Drake feeling like he could do anything, and he is doing whatever he feel like doing. He's he, not doing, he doing whatever anything he feel like. to anybody. He's not. He's let's, doing let's, whatever he feel like doing. Let's be clear. He's punching. He's beating up on the weak. No, right Pusha T ain't weak. Well, he's not beating. He, it was not. It still wasn't Pusha a direct. Pusha T ain't weak. It Meek wasn't Mill, a direct diss. Yes, it was. Meek Mill wasn't weak when he, when he did what he did to him. Mm. He wasn't stopping. Okay. But Drake is, is, is disrespecting everybody at all time high right now. I mean, I just, it's funny to me now. Seeing it, seeing it is super funny. Because I'm just looking like, this is the same dude that dissed me and you'll never hear a reply for it. Now it's like people ain't even dissing him now. He's just clapping at him. Yeah. But. I mean, but, I mean, can we agree that all of his dis this is so far has been pretty mediocre. Like no, hmm. no, they ain't been mediocre. What? They haven't been street hard. They ain't mediocre though. Street hard. It's just no, they're you, not mediocre. When you dissing somebody, you want to feel like you want to feel it. Like you want to. What are you supposed like, to say? All the disses we used to. It's very safe. All the disses that we used to is kill them up, shoot them up. Yeah, well that's Name what a, we like. We want to no, hear that. No, we, we want to like hear. Uh, you know, I, I F your baby mom and all kind of stuff. We want to hear that stuff. We don't want to. He talked hear about no- Joe Budden taking this girl and I kidnapped that hoe and I took her shopping and sent her back to you. Don't call me when you're asking where she at. It's I'm it's, I'm gone. I'm on vacation not, with her. Like okay, like I heard Come Charlamagne. On, Charlamagne talking about it on the breakfast. Joe club. Budden made a fool of himself in he front did. of the world with Tahiri. Dude treated her like a um. Wait, when he when he proposed to her, pro- everything he was doing, people was just clowning Joe Budden at an well, all time high when he was on that, TV. He, he was doing her kind of crazy. No, when he was on TV, he got clowned at an all time high. Okay. For that woman, and Drake took her to an island to smash. Dude, he's being disrespectful. He's not gonna talk about he not his diss ain't gonna sound like a it, Beanie Seagull first Jada Kiss diss. It doesn't sound like it. Just it's not hard enough. Like you know how even in high school, something when you're dissing somebody. You want people to feel that what dish. You mean in high like what I you mean, mean, just like you know, what's the thing? What would we call it? like the dozens or whatever? Like you, you're joking on somebody. You want them to feel it. Like you want them to feel that. Like you want to go low, do low blows and everything. But it just wasn't that good. Like none of the dishes, They're all safe. No, they they're, they're him. Very safe. They're thing. him. 
Listen to Drake's music. What is he going to say? What is, what's not safe? What are you talking about? People know. didn't feel like he was right for talking like, about I think, a, a depressed dude. I didn't really care about all, any, of the, any of the dishes, You don't got to care about him, but, but you know that they was impactful. On the back-to-back was impactful. On the pe- on, on what he did. Well, everybody was singing Summer 16, too. Okay. Well. Not everybody, but that was a big song also. Okay. It got, and, and we can't forget what he did to Drum. Drum was, had to, Drum is nice. Drum is very nice. He had to come back. <laughs> Drake tried to what? bury no, him. No, he didn't even come, he didn't have to come yes, back. He, did. he didn't have to come Drake back. Drake tried to he, bury him. I heard some mix, just all the mixtapes, even while that uh, Cha-Cha was out, which I didn't know he was like that, that Cha-Cha was not like a good representation of what he really is. It was a is. good song though. It was a good song, but it wasn't a good like representation of what he does, like what he can do musically, like I think. Drum is nice, but he had to bear. He had to climb back out of where Drake tried to put him. Like, Cuz tried to put him in in the, in the grave without putting him in the grave, without doing it like directly. He tried to bury him for no. That was no reason. Cause when you looked up the list of um top songs of last year, mm-hmm. Hotline Bling was number one. That song ain't come it? out. It yeah, it didn't come out till like August or something like that. So. For a song to come out in the fourth, uh, that's like the last quarter of the yeah, year. Yeah, well, Cha Cha came out that summer before. It came before. Summer before. But it got big, though. Right. But Drake tried to bury this man and put the biggest song in the world out, and it just made him almost like obsolete. So he had to come back. That Broccoli had to be super hard. It was. He was on Chance album, too, which one of my favorite songs on the joint. What? Because what? I, I missed he that. He was singing. He was singing on there. On what song? It ain't, it's just a, like an interlude type of thing. Okay, I, I missed that. It's hard. Completely. I like, but, um, I like that joint. Unless I just didn't know it was him. You probably didn't know it was him. But we about to get into these albums, man. Because, I mean, along with all of Drake's disrespect this year and last year, I think it was a lot of good music that dropped. And, and really uh, bad music. Huh? A lot of good and really bad music. What was really bad? I mean, well, we'll get into the disappointments. No, what's right? really bad? What was really bad? I mean, well, for one, Usher's album was, was really, really bad. Really bad? It was really bad. I mean, I heard. I didn't think it was really you bad. You didn't? You didn't no. think that? It, it was, I don't know. You might have me. expectations. For I Usher. do. I've always I had high expectations. I mean, I thought everybody did. Why? Had high expectation, expectations for Usher. Like I ain't never seen Usher take time off and people like, we need that Usher. When he comes, it's, people are anticipating the album. Like, when he's saying he's going to come up with a single, when he has a single, people want to hear... Uh, Usher but what album. about when he's not doing anything? Nobody's asking for it. Well, Usher's a legend. He can take time off, and people can people can still sit. Before with all he was his a legend, nobody was asking art, with all his previous music. They wasn't asking for no Usher album though. Well, you don't really you don't ask for people another Jay Z album, but he's a he's a legend, because so he we said can kind of sit no, no, with no. Usher what and Jay Z two different us. things for their genres. Uh, I don't know. Somebody like a somebody like uh I don't think so. Somebody like a Little Wayne, people are asking. We want it. They want because of the con- because of how Lil Wayne puts out content, hmm? it's because of how Lil Wayne in the past has put out content. He flood. He's always been a type of artist that has flooded us. Frank Ocean wasn't. People was fiending for it. He never was putting out. Mu- he don't got that, the, as much music weird. as. That, that's a different. He's an R and B singer. What I'm saying is, people was acting Usher like Frank Ocean is, is like that. Well, in terms of like writing. Nah. And he produces he and other like things that. like he, he he's not built like, like that. that. Like he, he not he he made some he got some good features. Good he got some good stuff he worked on. Yeah. But, but as far as his own projects, his first was, album was good and a lot of people liked it. A lot of people did like it, but I ain't going for that. Anyway. Okay. Now 
I'm going to go my I'm going to go backwards on my list because my number 8 is Shay's number 1. Mm-hmm. So, and I figure I'll just let you give why you think it's the number 1 album. Okay. Of the year. This is of the whole we giving the best albums of the whole year. I don't have like 10 or 5. I just got the ones that I feel like is worth mentioning. Because I feel like they're worth mentioning. Everything else is just everything else. Go ahead. What you, what you feel about it? What, I mean, you said you were going to give yours your list. No. I'm going to let you do my eighth. Oh, okay. I'm you sorry. do. Well, my number one album of the year is Solange, A Seat at the Table. Um, I think that was the number one album basically because, well, a lot of people wasn't expecting it either. Like A lot of people wasn't expecting it. And it just, it came out of nowhere. It was surprising. Not just surprising, because she puts out good albums. But she didn't have a big fan base. Well, she didn't have a, a real huge fan base. But the album itself is just based on everything that was going on this year. I think that this album was the best, is the best album, like, this decade for black women. Like, she made this album, I feel like, for black women. I couldn't stop playing it. Everything about this album spoke to me, and I and I say me like I this album was written for me. I felt like so that was this is my that's my favorite album this year. Okay, so I feel that it's on my list, but it's last on my list, and I only got eight, <clears throat> and that's the number eight album, which I feel like is good because I never even knew Solange made music, which is I probably sound crazy, but mm-hmm. I really didn't. You I didn't, didn't know, know she, she made music at all. Like I didn't know she had parts in. Like I found everything I found out about her after it came out of you told with me. Nori, the big song she had with Nori. And, I didn't listen to Nori. <laughs> oh, I thought you listened. To, I thought you were. I like people's kind of character. Okay, no, I don't well, be. I don't be listening to a no, lot. No, I didn't like, know you didn't listen to Nori. Okay. Hell nah. But uh, um, no, Nori can't rap. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> I don't know if people. Know I that. just thought people from up north just like Nori because it seemed nah. like he has such a good. Uh, Rapport with everybody. People ain't just calling people him trash. Like, people, people like, like him. Nori. Right. They just like him. Right. Yeah. He can't rap. I though. just, you know, I thought people like. But no, Solange though. I didn't know she made music. So then when this hit me, I'm like, it was at the top of title. So I was like, I gotta listen to this, even though I don't normally even. I mean, she's Solange, so I know who she is. I'ma just listen because you know. And the joint was it was nice. It was good. I didn't have no expectations for it, so I can't say it was better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But like. So far, it came out September 30th. So far, I probably listened to that album 40 times. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen to it a lot because it's a good, it's a good solid piece of work. Plus, it's a good vibe album, mm-hmm. so you can put the album on and, and let it rock out. Uh, one of the first, like, maybe on my fifth listen, I was like, I understood it. Because I was like, I feel like this is the feeling. Whatever black women feel when they hear this is how... Me and a lot of black dudes feel when we hear Jada Kiss, which that sound like oh. a weird that sound like a weird <laughs> comparison because like Jada Jada Kiss, I feel like he been in the in the industry so long, he been he's rich, but when you hear him rap, he's not like Jay Z. Jay Z is pretty much telling you how poor you are the whole time. But I felt like Blueprint wasn't that. Like, Jay Z tells like you how poor you are. Was, his whole, he didn't do that though, since the beginning of his career. He's been telling you how poor you are, how rich he's not. I mean, how rich he is. How poor you are, pretty much. Which is cool though, because everybody liked that. We bought into it because yeah, it, it seems like rap. the truth. Jada Kiss don't rap like that. Jada Kiss rap like he still he just started. Every time you hear him, it's like he still started. So when I hear, and it feels like, and this is from what I remember, this is like the black man's experience. Mm-hmm. It's not positive, but it sounds like it like 
a lot of people's upstart upbringing, they seen a lot of the stuff he talking about. So it sounded like to me, Solange, it was like she was tapping into that in black women. It's like, like how if a dude would say, I'm about to spit this real nigga shit. Solange was like, I'm about to spit this real nigga shit. Right. But for females, though. Right. I feel like so that was like, it was similar. Like people say it's not, but I feel like it was lim- lemonade, but like even more vulnerable. Aside from the, uh, you know, claims of like infidelity and stuff. I think that it was just very vulnerable. And I feel like I liked her music because it was always vulnerable. And even the music that she made for Beyonce, well, Beyonce has always been like a, not tough, but she's always been in control. Solange has always made music for her, like that showed her vulnerability. Like, why don't you love me? And stuff like that, resentment. So I liked I liked that about Solange's music. So I had to give it a try and I, and I loved it. So, what's your favorite song on there? Mm, gosh. I think Weary is my favorite song on there. Yeah. I think, uh, to me, Don't Wish Me Well. Like, I'll be putting that song on repeat. That's Why my, is that? That's my Why shit. Do like I don't know. It just sounds good to me. Yeah. I think Weary is a good vibe for me. But, um, like, the... I, I do like Mad. Mad was a good song for me as well. Yeah. I think it's a couple consensus songs, like yeah. Mad and Mad, Cranes in the Sky. Cranes in the Sky, of course. Cranes in the Sky is like, everybody, everybody know that song. I just was on Twitter. I seen some dude just put that. It's like Cranes in the Sky. That was his tweet. That was all. Like, <laughs> like I've heard so many versions of Cranes in the Sky. Like, they had a New Orleans Bounce version of Cranes in the Sky. They're mm-hmm. doing all kind of stuff. So many covers yeah. of Cranes in the Sky. So, so I think um, a seat at the table, you got to have a seat at the table. And this is one thing about it. This is my opinion, but one thing you're going to learn is my opinions are pretty much facts. So... <laughs> this list that you're about to get is is the list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so y'all go tell it, stab Your it. List. This is Kilo said. These are the top eight albums of the other year. A seat at the table is in there. Even though it came out late, I don't usually like to put stuff that comes out late because I don't feel like I get to sit with it. But this album, I listen to it a whole lot of times. You know what I'm saying? It's less than a month old right now. Today is the 29th. Uh, it's less than a month old now. So <clears throat> my number seven is. Blank Face by Schoolboy Q. And that CD was released July 8th. Now, you you didn't have this on your list. You don't you no, don't really, I'm not familiar with that. You didn't listen to it at, at all. All. Mm-hmm. all right, so she ain't listened to it. So, I'm a, I'm going to be brief with it, you know. I think um this this album right here was just to me just good sounds, man. It was a good West Coast vibe. It's a lot of content in there, a lot of substance. It's a metaphor. The whole thing is metaphoric. It's, it's I mean, I'm, I'm not. Is he from the West Coast? He is he from is. L.A., yeah. Okay. He, he, he's a from L.A. He's a crip. He, he's a crip. He's, um, he talk about it, his crippiness on the album. One of his biggest lines from the album that people quote a lot is, Snoop ain't the only rich crip. Okay. So he's a like, crip. like, he, um, you know, I like Schoolboy Q. He's lyrical. He's down with TDE. We know what TDE is known for. They're known for lyrics, but they're known for that West Coast sound too. But his sound yeah. is more, it's newer West yeah. Coast. See, I didn't, I didn't, I never knew he was a, a West Coast artist. Yeah, Schoolboy Q is definitely like new, new West. To okay. me, I think he's new but West. See, I heard, what I heard was I was thinking like Ohio or something. I don't know why. I thought yeah, he was from I'll be, the I'll be trying to tell you, you know? like West. People from the West Coast right, and right. Midwestern people well, is real I mean, yeah, similar like, to each other. Well, I mean, yeah, like, Bone Thugs and Harmony, they kind of were like, they sounded like West yeah, Coast. Yeah, but they real similar to each other, though. But, um, 
Now, one of my one of the silliest things I thought about this album, I was looking at the credits. <clears throat> I don't know why this one dude named James Hunt. I don't know who he is. I guess I should have looked him up. He got a credit for the egg shaker. Like he shook the egg on one song and they put that as like a separate <laughs> thing. That was just silly to me. I thought that was silly. And then like my number six song is is uh, Layers. But I feel like Layers and Blank Face is like interchangeable. Your number six song? My number six, uh, album. no, album, the album, oh, number six. Who's Layers? What, what? Layers is worse than five nine. I okay, feel like right, Blank Face and Layers could there. be like interchangeable. But mm-hmm. the reason I got Layers ahead of Blank Face, wait, let me let me go. My favorite song on Blank Face, first of all, is Dope Dealer with E40. That song is super hard. If you haven't it. heard it, you it need to go hear it. Song. The song Blank Face, that the title um, title track is featuring Jada Kiss, like. It's some hard songs on this CD, man. Like, go go listen to Blank Face if you haven't. That's the number seven best CD of the year right there. Number six, the only reason I'm putting the number six <clears throat> instead of Blank Face ahead of it is because it came out before Blank Face, first of all. And before that CD came out, I don't feel like there was any good lyrical CDs before it this year. So he set the stage, I feel like, for the year. I feel like, nope, like, <clears throat> the tone of the year wasn't set yet. It was a cup. It was you had only thing you really had out before that was like the good arm, the anti and lemonade. You ain't had no rappers, no heavy hit like the um, lyricists. Wait, they, when that came out before lemonade? Oh, I'm gonna get to the dates. Okay. The um. Let me ask for lemonade. Uh, let me It came out before lemonade, but look, I'm saying, for, you know, some of her right, stuff was right, out, right. but uh. What what um what, layers was the first song I, first CD I felt like set the tone for like everybody need to step their game up this year and we got a lot of good lyrical albums this year I feel like you got just every like the stuff that I name on his list and then the stuff that I don't name because it's not um it's not uh on my list and I don't feel like I feel like it could be close like some of the stuff you hear on major key. Especially Nas album done. You got the J. Cole joint. Like people had to come with it this year because mm-hmm. people set the stage. People set the tone of the year. You hear Joe Budden. Joe Budden album is I never liked Joe Budden music. His album though, that joint is good. And you the only have reason always said you respected his like him rapping. Yeah, somebody could rap. Don't mean I like their music though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I always been like I, I, I never liked Joe Budden's music. I, it's been two one song that I like from Joe Budden ever. And I heard a lot of his music. I just never liked it. Mm-hmm. It was the Pump It Up remix. And right. I never had the like him and Jay Z's version separate. I had it together. So I just oh, did, I never I had knew only Jay-Z, I had them, only I had them together. So I never knew that there was some kind of issues. I, and I always thought Joe Budden's version was better. So anyway, that's the only thing I ever liked from him. He put that CD out, but I feel like the tone of the year was set by Royce the Five Nine. People came with it. They had to come with it because of he was coming. And they didn't want that to be the best CD of the year because, you know, he's not on that big stage. The best song on that album to me is Starter Coat. I love the beat. I love the concept. Just talking about how dudes used to be getting robbed for their starter coats. I didn't come from that era, but I came from the age. Well, we wore them. I know. But not not in that way. Not where people was like killing people for them. It wasn't. He talking about how people used to get killed for them and stuff like that. How, How serious it was to have one. It was like. Maybe, maybe it, it was it was serious. Like I came from wearing starter. I mean, Averex. So the Averex jackets, like to me, I just put every time he says starter coat, I'm just thinking about the Averex. I had the one of those. But um, yeah. So so I think layers set the tone of the year. It probably wasn't um, 
the be- it, it probably didn't have like better production than some other CDs, but I got it in there just because, like I said, it set the tone of the year. Uh, I know you gotta have. I don't know if you got this on there. My number five. I feel like number five CD this year is Lemonade. You got Lemonade. That's my number two. Okay, so Lemonade. Why why do you feel like number two is one of? The, I mean, Lemonade is one of the best. Um, I just think because of the impact, I took into account uh, the visuals as well because I thought that was really good. Just the impact. The music was good. was real solid. And I don't know if anybody knows that I'm more of an R&B fan anyway than rap, but um, I thought that that was, it was just a really good album. Um, and just the way she did the whole project was like, was big, of course, Beyonce did it, so... I just I thought that was the number two my that was my number two album because I listened to it a lot I don't think I've listened to it as much as I listened to Solange, but um, prior to Solange dropping that album I was still I was listening to Lemonade, uh, a lot so. You got a favorite song on there? Um. Yeah, I think my favorite song on there is Six Inch Heels. That's what the weekend. The on. weekend, right? The weekend is so cold. Yeah, he, I, that was my favorite. Everybody, everybody, lucky so. he didn't drop this year. I'm a weekend fan. I'm more fan than of the weekend but than everybody I, like, I got on um, here. I'd have put him number one on. I don't even care. Uh, the love was it love drought? I, I love that. That was that was love. Okay, what's 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 what that song about? What's that uh, song about? I think it's number one or no, it's number seven. Okay. But what is it about? Well, um, it's just just speaking about uh her love life, just what they could do, like. Well, part of the song is like me and you, we can move mountains. Our love can move mountains, and I don't know. It's just it's just a pretty song. I just don't really remember. Pretty. I don't remember. The, if I've you never... hear the beat, you would you would remember. You can I guess you can play it if you want. But I got um, I have Lemonade number five on my list. Like Impact was ridiculous. Right. <clears throat> I feel like uh, Beyonce. Like some people, you know, they set trends or whatever. But I feel like Beyonce does things that can't be done. So it can't even yeah, be like. Yeah, can't even be done by. It's not like else. something that people could follow. It's like she just did it, and then that's you probably won't see it again. Yeah. Like I remember when I told you when she put Formation out, and you was like, "I hope she performing at the Super Bowl." And I'm like, "Why was she? Perf- Nobody knows that song. Why was and, she performing?" And I and I knew. She yeah. can perform it at the Super Bowl and people will know the song. Yeah, me, I was thinking like, man, no, you can't do that. Super Bowl is a different crowd. You know, people don't know the song. And then the Super Bowl hit. First, not only did she perform it, like they did like a whole Black Panthers tribute. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I knew some of the song. And I'm like, I only heard it one time though. <laughs> right. So like, yeah. anyway, yeah, Beyonce's, Beyonce's a beast. Yeah, her numbers, but her numbers never reflect her celebrity though. I feel like Beyonce, like some of the accolades that some uh, people get as far as album sales, I don't understand how so many people love Beyonce, but her album sales don't even like when she drops albums. You rarely hear about the numbers. You just hear like the impact. You don't hear like they're not saying like what Kanye dropped. It was like 250 million streams in 10 days. Drake mm-hmm. dropped. He was platinum. Rihanna dropped. She was platinum in a day. But Drake think platinum it's in a day. Like how be not Beyonce? I'm sorry, Jay Z. Like Jay Z numbers. I mean, he he sells records. He sells lots of records, but. His numbers, he's still, he's not the top selling, but we know he is the biggest impact. I think the most impactful rapper rap, of this But generation. rap rap is like, different than R&B, though. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I think, like... You got to really be, like, crossover. Jay-Z ain't yeah, even just commercial like, like at all. like a prince, you know what I'm saying? Like, his, his, his music was nothing like a Michael Jackson. His music sales and things like that. But he was an icon, and, and everybody celebrated him because of the impact he had on... R&B and pop and rock 
and all of these other See, things. I, I so I that. like that. I, I feel like that. that. I don't I think like Prince it. is on the Beyonce level though. Be- Prince is oh. more. Prince is definitely yeah. more talented as far as like what he can do. But I think Beyonce is more like in the lane of a Michael Jackson. Right. I'm just I'm just talking about the like the sales. Yeah, like, but her numbers sales. don't match. Like think about how people feel about her in this. Like they feel how they felt about Michael. His numbers showed that they felt like that. Right. Like his numbers, his numbers was untouchable. It was like ridiculous. Hers, she like people look at her like she's like yeah, that. Yeah, she's larger than life. She come up and touch you, you might the fake. Same, but her this, numbers but don't look like that. That's the same impact that Prince had on people. Like he, nah. you, you, people I would talk that, about him like he was a unicorn. Like, I found out that people that I wasn't that um, abnormal for not knowing that much about Prince when he died because it was a lot of people saying the same thing I was saying that they did that. But either way though, I'm just talking about the impact he had on. He wasn't. He, she the way she's the biggest star in the world though. Right. Michael Jackson was the biggest star in the world. Okay. His numbers said that he was. I'm saying she hers didn't, and, and and Prince was was a is a huge art was a huge artist of its time. But I'm not. And I'm, his numbers did not reflect that. Did right. Not but that's not. That. I'm saying she is. He wasn't the biggest artist, so his, of course his numbers didn't. Okay. Reflect. That. I'm saying it wasn't even close to. He wasn't the biggest his, artist. His celebrity was like. He wasn't, wasn't close to. He wasn't. What I'm not talking about close to like Michael Jack. I'm talking about just close to the impact that he had on everybody. It wasn't even close to like, the number numbers wise. It wasn't even close to the impact that he had on everyone. Okay, but yeah, Beyonce's numbers don't reflect any of the the, the um her celebrity. I don't think. I think it's kind of disrespectful. Y'all need to start buying her album. I mean, I stream it a lot. Um probably not enough for it to be an album sale but i'm not i never really was an album buyer only on you know for whatever reason the albums i was buying i was buying dj Khaled albums this is the only album i didn't buy which is crazy but this this is the only beyonce album i I haven't bought um well this is the only year i've ever had a streaming service as well so beyonce's album is the number five because i feel like it was so big because she's Beyonce. The music was good. It definitely created a lot of controversy around who is Becky with the good hair, who was Jay Z cheating with. People was bl- like, people was getting ruined for like a day and a half if somebody said that you was the person that Jay Z cheated with. Yeah. Like it was, it was bad for some people for a minute. I personally think it's Rihanna, but oh no, that's just me. That. I, yeah. I, that's what I think it is. You know, I, you know, don't do that. I won't say why I think it's Rihanna, but. You know what I'm saying? I'm an insider, so I got inside info from my, you know, my Illuminati don't, people. Don't do that, but, please. Don't get to- but uh, they, they can't. Oh, the Navy strong though. The exactly. Navy gonna defend. So the, the, the Hive can't mess with the Navy. I mean, they could, they Whoa, clash. What? The I Hive is know. bigger. The Hive yeah. might be bigger, but the Navy gonna stand in front of Rihanna. They not gonna let her take no bullets. Wow. So, uh, Lemonade. My favorite song on Lemonade is uh, probably. I mean, I think the cleanest song is Sandcastles. That's like the most, if I would say, a song to be beautiful. Like, to me, that's the cleanest song. Uh, What would be my favorite? I guess I would have to say Freedom. I don't want to say Freedom, but I got to say Freedom. Mm. I'm going to leave it like that. My number four album of the year. And it's not just my number four. It's the number four, like I was telling you before. Um, Views by Drake. Mm. That... I don't think like I don't think that album can be denied. As as many people that don't like it, Mm-mm. it's like the numbers don't say that y'all ain't like it. I don't know who y'all is that said y'all ain't like it. I'm saying it. I That's didn't cool. like the it. The numbers don't say that at all. I didn't like it. There the num- there are a couple singles. There are two singles in particular that I liked. Um, but other than that, the whole CD was it sounded like one long CD, okay. one just long song. I'm sorry. I don't know how. It, it just 
If I he got some slow joints, he good, got some rap. Too good and controller, which was the the singles. Those were like the best. Songs See, too good sound like a hype to you. It don't sound, sound like, like a Grammys. A, no, I don't like the. I like, I'm I just saying, it don't sound like one song though. You said it's all. He no, got some it don't. It don't sound there. like that. That's what I'm saying. Those are the only two that I feel like kind of set apart the album. Set up, you know, apart from just a long. Drake is just mediocre to me, and I just don't really like to hear it. I just like to hear him singing more so than rapping because he just seemed very corny. Like, just some of the stuff he says kind of, okay, whatever. Drake is 100% corny, but the music is undeniable in my opinion, right? It just doesn't sound authentic to me. If I was on a level like that, I wouldn't try to hang with Drake. But when it comes to music, that man makes music. He might have a team of writers. It just he might have producers. To me, he I might guess. have producers I, locked in his house, locked in the studio. He won't let him out for months, but they in there creating that fire. And views, I didn't really mess with it at first. It came out on uh, let's see, it came out on April 29th, right? Mm-hmm. I listened to it a few times. I was like, uh, and by the way, I downloaded Apple Music just to hear it because this album has been talked about for too long. So mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta see what everybody talking about. And I don't like expectations because if it don't sound like what people is looking for or what people keep on saying it's going to be, mm-hmm. I can't mess with it. But Drake is, is, the music is clean enough for me to come back to it. It's, it's not so bad that I just like can't hear it again. Like that Jeezy album, I probably won't listen to that CD again. I it just to, don't sound. I have to try for Jeezy. It just don't sound good. I have to. I, the only reason I heard the whole thing is because I tried for Jeezy and yeah. it's not. I, had, I, I got to a song, I got to number five. And after that, I turned it off. But I have to go back and try for Jeezy. Like, I owe him that much to just nah. to try but, for But him. Views was, was solid enough on my first listen, or my first few listens, for me to come back. But I ain't come back until July. So that was three months that I had to take off. And the way I listen to music is real, you know, seasonal. Like, some people I don't be liking when they drop and they're trying to be summertime. I like Drake's music is fall time for me. So mm-hmm. it's going, like, even though July wasn't fall, it started to... My mood started changing, so I got back on views, man, and I was with it. I was like, okay, Drake is talking, because I started listening to little stuff in the CDs. First of all, I like Still Here from the beginning. From the first time I heard it, I was like, yo, Still Here is hot. See, Still Here to me sounded like uh, something that was probably on, if you're reading this, is too late. Probably. Like, it just sounded like that whole album, so I just, I don't like this. I like Still Here. Still Here kept me around. That's really what made me come back, and then I heard Hype. And I'm like, yo, hype made me think, <clears throat> hype made me think, Drake, Jay-Z, and Kobe Bryant is no, time no, travelers. Don't put, the, don't put him in with Kobe and They time Jay-Z. travelers. They time travelers. Drake is dissing people in hype before they diss him. It's all kind of Joe Budden disses in there. And it ain't even that it's a Joe <laughs> Budden diss. It's like it oh applies to what Joe Budden was eventually about to attempt. Like, yo, listen, Drake got a time machine, man. I'm telling you, he's going, he, he, dude is nice with what he's doing, man. I I think sometimes you, and I I tell you this all the time, I think sometimes you, you go looking for beef. I think you be reaching sometimes. Like that's not a reach. That's yeah. You, you like find anything. Like you're the only person I know. That feels like Rihanna diss Matt Barnes. No. You're the only person Rihanna, I know. 100% diss. We're going to get into I've that. I've never no. heard that in my life. Rihanna like, diss Matt Barnes. But you heard it from me. Uh, yeah, and I'm the credible I know. So, and it, you always this, go. This is one thing you know about me, though. 
I I look every I'm you on everything so though. Far, as like, far as like people that you know that's looking everywhere for you everything. Look it, I know. I know you. So look you should it. know that if anybody know, I know. I'm so, on I'm on Twitter with it. I'm in people's albums with it. I'm following it. I'm seeing I'm what they're doing. Sometimes you can hear a little bit of a spec like like uh Drake with Joe Budden, right? You heard a little speculation. Even Joe Budden said, "Yeah, he was dissing me." You know, like, "Oh, this this particular diss was about me." And he's saying that stuff. But no one I've not heard anybody Nobody else has to say it. Rihanna. Wait, nobody else got to say it for me to feel like it's true. No, I'm just saying. I don't need some. Like, I don't need that validation. Okay. But one thing about it though, where we we'll at? We on, we on views, that. right? Views right. is Drake <clears throat> make that music, man. Hype. He's like, listen, back up. Stop playing with my money, man. This is how I feed my family. Back, back it on up. Chill out, all y'all. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Relax. Hype, I came back and I'm like, okay. And then, what's the, um, yo, every, every, I don't think, the only songs I probably don't mess with that much is the ones that came on um, TV, came on the radio. Control, I heard Controller too many times. I loved and it. And One Dance, I heard it just too many times, so I just couldn't keep on hearing it. The joint with Party Next Door was super hard. With you. I heard that. I didn't, I, people kept saying it was so hard, but I didn't like it. But too good was was my favorite is my favorite song on the album. I think I think with you was super hard. Um, with the other joint with um, I, I did like the, even though the Rihanna song started coming on the radio, it wasn't at first, and I think it was hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I always I always like their music together. That's the Drake that I like to hear when he makes like that the song like that, and then the uh, what was it the last song he made with them. Work. Him going to get them DMX clearances was like super hard to beat. Mm. I feel like DMX was talking so crazy about Drake, and he was like, "This is what I say about Drake and his music. Like mm. he he might be a cornball. He going to get what he need to make good music. DMX voice on that song is so hard. It's like a lot of games are being played. How's it going down? Oh my god! I mean, he, yo, listen. He didn't do that right either. Like I was excited. Crazy. No, I was excited Stop about it, that. Man. I saw that and I, was, I got really excited, but he didn't do it right. Like I've heard how he did like samples and things, like how he did the Mary J. Blige. Um, Come on, man. I liked that, but I didn't like how he did the DMX. Like he should have did that better, I think. Even the Jodeci uh, sample he did, I liked all the samples. I usually like the samples he did, but I didn't like that one at all. Listen, Drake, he he did his thing on that. So he's number four for the year, and him being number four. Makes him my third best rap album of the year. Number three, he wasn't on your list. Who? Uh, Drake wasn't on your list. No, not at all. All right. Number three, Still Brazy by YG. That shit is so hard. Excuse my language, but Still Brazy is so cold. I don't even, I was trying to think about it earlier. Like, what's my favorite song on Still Brazy? I don't think I got one. I just like the, it's just, that CD. Yeah, I hear a lot of people saying it's it's way it's super like that's vintage West Coast, which is the difference between Schoolboy Q and Still Brazy. Mm-hmm. Schoolboy Q is modernized. Still Brazy, them beats is like them hard slap bases, like mm-hmm. it's old school sounding, but it's like new concepts. Like G Funk and all that. Stuff. Man, Still Brazy is hard, and he did all of that, no mustard at all on the whole CD. Oh, I didn't know that. Cause they was they was beefing, so. uh I think um I think let me let me just read to y'all what I got about Steel Brazy because I felt like it was very personal because he he did the thing about who shot me which is personal like somebody somebody tried to rob him 
they knew the, they need um they knew the code to his gate at his, his mansion. They came in in a brand new truck. He never seen them. Before. They ain't even had no mask on. He just was people he never seen before, and he was kind of feeling salty a little bit because the people around him, them supposed to be his, his you know what I'm saying, his, his brothers, and ain't nobody do nothing. So he like, yo, who shot me? Somebody set me up. It had to be a setup. They knew the gate code, and none of y'all did nothing to these people. You know what I'm saying? He said I tried to I tried to pop somebody, but I but dude shot me first. So then I passed the gun to, to you know, they had the name blanked out. Mm-hmm. And he, of course he popped that, but they got away though. Either way, I don't know if they even got to rob him, but they shot him though. You know what I'm saying? That's very like it's very he, and that's kind of like a recurring thing throughout the CD almost talking about how he was shot cuz the shooting was recent. I think it was in between these last two albums, so it was like somebody was coming for him. And uh I mean, I got a speculation on what I think it was about, but you know, I don't want to go there. Uh, it was definitely conscious. It was street conscious because he te- like he on the first song on the CD. I love it because I feel like it's a Chris Brown diss. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm all the way about the exactly. disses, man. Nah, he talking about how dudes in the industry mm-hmm. is out here trying to claim blood and you got you the don't street. Think it was a game diss. Game? Yeah. I think he dis game later on. Okay, I, I would I would see a game this. Why would he dis game? No, he's talking about rappers. Game oh, already but, came in the game is, talking about. What I'm saying stuff. is, Chris Brown has never, I don't think, endorsed himself or said anything about him being affiliated with what? any kind of game. Have you ever heard of Not OHB? Saying, he's been call, he's been calling himself what is a blood. OHB? It's one of his his blood peoples. Okay, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying he don't surround himself. No, by no, 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 no. He's calling himself a blood shit. His name is Chris Brown. Why didn't he change his name That's to his Chris real name. Brown? Go ahead. You playing games. No, I'm not playing. Don't come to I'm LA. It's a diss. It's a Chris Brown diss. They would never let him. Do, he wouldn't be named that. He wouldn't Listen, be this, ain't, this ain't that. 1986. Oh, what's his name? The guy you just wrote. What is his name? Uh, YG. He, he says C, he says C stuff, too. Oh, no. I've he, never heard of him. Sometimes. He, listen, either way, that's I not what we're talking about. He on, on Don't Come to LA. He's telling y'all. Stop watering down our culture, man. Y'all coming out here, y'all, it's no more passes, is what he's saying. Ain't no more passes. You come out here, the the wolves is on you. They're coming to get them chains. They're coming to get them watches. And I thought that was real interesting because dude's been saying, for whatever reason, in L.A., they're starting to rob rappers again. Mm -hmm. I guess they chilled out for a while, but for whatever reason, they said they're going back. And remember, Kendrick, on his Pimple Butterfly, Mm -hmm. he had that song saying, fuck am I supposed to do when when I'm looking at walking licks? The constant big money talk about the mansion and foreign whips. He was talking about his homeboy saying, listen, you got me around all these rich people. I'm right. I'm still in the hood. We about to eat. We about to. T- exactly. all, they keep talking all this crazy money talk around us. And then you got YG come back with don't come to L.A. The wolves is on your head. Yeah. He said, I'm about, to, I'm about to go to the OGs to press the, press the issue on y'all. Because y'all keep going to the OGs, paying them all this money so they could try to make y'all safe. I'm not going for it no more. This is YG telling them. I'm not, I'm not going no more. I don't know if that was a Chris Brown disc, but mm. I'm, I'm, I, I think it I'm, was I don't more know of a game else. disc. I think it was more of a game disc. I don't see how that could be a game disc when game is like been saying he was a blood for a long time. Yeah, he's saying y'all out of towners, y'all out of towners coming to. Yeah, they could question it, but I mean, the out yeah, of towners. He's saying y'all out of towners coming to here. Okay. Y'all effing up the West, so don't come to LA. Nobody fucking with me. That song, that CD, hard to me. Um, what else is on there that I? Uh, let's see. Oh. This CD is very political too, man. First of all, not even beyond the fuck Donald Trump song. It's a song on there. It's called Black and Brown. 
and he he rapping with a Mexican dude. Like he do the first verse, then the Mexican dude do the second verse, and they just telling the experience of like they come they 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 treating us so terribly, the black and the brown people, they treating us so terribly that it's making us really want to tear this whole shit down. Like, and it was just great to hear a Mexican. You don't really get to hear Mexicans rap on rap songs with black people, black people. at all, ever really. And it definitely is not them uniting and saying, "Yo, we going through this together," because they doing us both dirty out here. And so many times, black people and and Hispanic people feel try to look at each other like one is better than the other. A Mexican person to come over here and they'll move to the white neighborhoods if they get successful and look and talk with them about us. You know, look at you know whatever. And then we'll do the same thing to Mexicans. I hate when I hear black people. How you it don't, it, making jokes about a Mexican? That's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. If you know, but uh, YG put that CD together it was political. He had a Drake feature. I think that song was hard. But the best thing I think about this song, this CD, it's not a lot of commercial music on here. A lot of this stuff can't be played on the radio. Yeah, I don't think he had a single. He did. Yeah, don't um the one with Drake called uh, "Why You Always Hating." Which I like that song okay, too. Okay, no, I never, I didn't hear that. It got Drake and Kamaya on it, and that song, this song is hard. Uh, yeah, man, YG, I, I almost had him number two album of the year. Then I remembered, mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper dropped. Mm-hmm. All right, that's y, my number three. YG well. dropped, YG dropped in June seventeenth. Chance the Rapper came and killed the game. I feel like Chance the Rapper, he dropped on May twelfth, which is my daughter's birthday. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He dropped on May 12th, and I feel like the Grammy committee went and said, we got to change the rules because Chance the Rapper need Grammys for this yeah. shit. Do, I don't know if y'all remember, but I I feel like there was some type of rule where it said an album that's not physically sold in stores or something like that, like they I, didn't count. I think it was if it was a master or something like that. I think it had to do with the physical. Like if it was only Cause. online, it, wasn't, it didn't count. Uh, okay. Okay. I think that was what the situation well, was. Well, yeah, it was because that's how the life of Pablo. Uh, so they had yeah. a thing about that. So either he way, wasn't selling it. So Chance the rapper drops this CD, and I feel like it took the rap industry by storm because first of all, they say Chance the rapper is a hundred percent independent. A lot of people try to say these dudes is lying about being independent, but people keep vouching for him, saying he actually is independent, like one hundred percent. He's doing everything on his own. That makes it amazing. His features list is crazy, f- retarded. Like from beginning to end, his features is just like and, top. And sometimes top I don't line. like a lot, like a heavy feature album, like an album with the heavy features. But I feel like he didn't let anybody out rap him on any of his songs. Like no. it was, it was a lot of features on that album. But he he held his own the whole album, the whole every song he he held his own. So you got him on your list. I do. He's, Co- number, he's my number three. Number three behind Solange Beyonce. Yeah. All right. This man has. He has on his album. Hold on. Oh, they don't. I gotta go to each song. On his album. He has Kanye West. He has Lil Wayne and Two Chains. He got Jeremiah. Hold on. He got Jeremiah and Francis and the Lights, which I don't know exactly who that is. But Summer Friends is a super hard song. He got Drum on there. He has Young Thug and Lil uh, Lil Yachty, Saba. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is on the, is on the album. Good song. That was to- a really good song. Tokiko, uh, Knox Fortune. 
I don't know who that is. Jay Electronica is on there. Future is on there. T Pain is on there. And Kirk Franklin. T Pain and Kirk Franklin is on there. Ty Dolla Sign. Like, his features list is retarded. And then the, uh, the singer, uh, what's her name? Nicole. Little cousin Nicole, which is on the same song with Jay Electronica. She has some good music as well. Oh. I've heard. So. Oh, my cousin Nicole. Nicole, right. Okay. Yeah, she has really good music. Coloring Book, I feel like, was the. Um, the reason I think it was so good, because first of all, I think it was what Kanye said his album was going to be. Kanye said, I'm about to put a gospel rap album out, and it's going to be the greatest thing you ever heard. And then he put that bullshit out, which, uh, as y'all can see, I'm on number two right now. Kanye won't be on my list. Coloring fine. Book is number two to me. It's the best rap album this year. The Grammys changed their rules so that he can get a Grammy. Chance did a song with... Jay Electronica called How Great. I think that's the best song on the it CD. Is. How Great. Well, first of all, the choir. No, no problems. The choir coming in there at first killed it. Then Jay, then he come in. And I was and when I first my first listen, I was like, why does he sound like Jay Electronica? That was my first <laughs> thought. He rapping like he at first I thought he stole Jay Electronica flow. That's what I said to myself first. He stole it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I was telling y'all. Well, I didn't tell y'all. I don't look at track lists, features, and all that before I listen. I just put it on and put my headphones on and go do what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So when I was hearing it, I'm like, he rapping like Jay Electronica. So that's kind of whacked at me at first. Then it got to Jay Electronica's voice, but like I said, I didn't look at the list. And he was already rapping like Jay Electronica. I just thought it was him. I'm like, he doing this better than Jay Electronica. That's what I thought. He's rapping Jay Electronica. He's doing that throughout the whole album, I think. Like, he's a good uh, mimicker. Like, he was rapping. He he did the thing like Young Thug. I thought that was Young Thug for a minute as well. He was rapping like Young Thug. He was rapping like, um, it was like Lil Wayne, I think, at one point. So, yeah, he he does that a lot, but he does it well. He can rap with anybody. He I want to hear him. I don't feel like he's ready for Big Sean yet. I'm going to be honest. And he rapped with Jay Electronica, but I think Big Sean got a different thing going on. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to follow that so. dude. Like, you got to be top of the line. And he be, Big Sean, he be flowing too hard. But I think Chance could go with pretty much, like, not that he could battle and beat anybody. I'm saying, like, if you put him on a verse That's, I'm with on you a song, on that, though. I don't think he can go with Big Sean Put a right verse now. on a not song. Right Put a verse on a song with anybody, Chance is going to match their intensity, their lyricism, their content, everything you want to do. Because that song with Jay Electronica was so cold. They was rapping. He was he was killing it, right? Good thing Jay Electronica wasn't going to back down. Because if he didn't come with that heat, he would have got bodied with his own flow. That would have been a problem. So I did like the Justin Timberlake, the song with Justin Timberlake. Justin Bieber. That. Justin Bieber. That song was super hard too. Right. I really like that. I think um, that was that was cute. Yeah, my sec my second favorite probably is the drum song. Really, like I love that. I love. To, I just be liking what people randomly singing. So that to me that was random because it's not a whole song. It's just like drum doing what he's doing. Yep. Today's episode is still brought to you by Amps Gaming and Rap Commentaries. Go to YouTube, man. You need to subscribe. My guy is rapping over video games, man. It's not a game. He's cold with it. He's saying shit that you can't say if you wrote it down, okay? Go to YouTube. Go to the search bar. Hit AMPS. That's A-M-P-H apostrophe S. Rap, R-A-P, and gaming commentaries, man. Back to the show, family. I, I said I think I said enough about Coloring Book. Shit was this, the best rap album of 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Still Brazy was close, but I don't think 
still it was just some elements of um like the gospel feel of uh coloring book I think took over the top took it over the top for me as the um best rap album of the year but my number one is definitely anti and I've been feeling like anti was like special since I heard it the first time and I was like <clears throat> it was a lot of hype around it it was a lot of hype but I really was I really listened to it a whole lot of times and like I still listen to it now and it's still as fresh to me as it was when I first heard it and like it's just so much good music on there without being too much music on a CD yeah. uh like when I first heard it my favorite songs were uh my favorite song when I first heard it was Desperado but I thought Needed Me was probably the the um only song that they could put on the radio cuz remember when a CD first came out Sex with Me wasn't on there I don't know when Which, they added it. That's probably now that it's on there. That's probably my favorite song on the album. Yeah, "Sex with Me" wasn't on there, and um, they had work. Work was on the radio, was big, mm-hmm. but like neat out of all the music on that CD, there was really no commercial music besides work. Yeah. I knew they. I, I thought that they, if they had to do something, it would only be needed me. It kind of forced that, and people liked it because the, the song was, you know, it was a good song. Uh, like to me, I don't think it could be denied. Needed Me is like definitely a Matt Barnes diss, diss track. <laughs> like, Mustard, that was Mustard's first beat, first beat coming back from his time off, too, right mm. there. And it turned out to be a super hit, super smash hit. But like, um, when you hear it, when you just remember the whole Bish Ware thing, Never Met You, Matt Barnes saying, like, Matt Barnes acting like, yeah, you know, we, um, Acting like uh, we might be getting kind of serious, all that shit. <laughs> and then she come through with the with the with the hot track. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, didn't I tell you I was a savage? Mm-hmm. You was just another nigga on the hit list. And come you on, man. She was wasting that those good lines on Matt Barnes. You think that? Wait, that's good lines. It probably applied to more people, but okay, he was the but public. You one. think it was Matt Barnes? No, it was definitely Matt Barnes. Okay. It was 100. percent It was Matt Barnes. Like, okay. now nah, I got the Illuminati word from that too. And you no. know, Rihanna is like the face. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, that was definitely, you know, all of that. She played him because, like, she was a savage. Like, tell me what some of her savage activity before that. She, she's she been a, well, I don't know about with men, but as far as, like, like getting on a song with Chris Brown, mm-hmm. with just getting on a song with Chris Brown when he's in a relationship with Karuchi and saying that she was sweeter than a rice cake. She was, she was killing people, like, killing a lot of females. That's not like, savage activity. Not savage, but she was. She just would. She was known for the clapbacks. Like Rihanna would clap back and. and well, kill well, you. how's it a clapback? Like, what I'm did not Rihanna say? That, I mean, what did Karuchi say first? Well, nothing. But she so just was, she was kind of bullying Karuchi a little bit around. She wasn't like, bullying her. She was bullying her. She was bullying Tiana Taylor, and she did a she bullying Sierra. Okay. She was doing a lot of that. Okay, so the savage thing that Rihanna is, is, is claiming is. is Needed me and is She's been known. Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes thinking like Matt Barnes really felt like him and C- him and Rihanna had something. Oh. He was he. You don't remember him on TMZ? He's yeah, like, was I talking. remember. I he think, was so, I think that Matt Barnes gets high listen, a lot. Rihanna had, Rihanna had Matt Barnes on the New Year New Me shit. That's how effed up the game was. Matt Barnes, like we, I know, I don't, I'm not that big on sports and everything, but I know about Matt Barnes because I watched his wife on, uh, and he was on his well on um, Basketball Wives. Matt Barnes is a psychopath. 
like he is somebody that doesn't have all his marbles. So I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Matt Barnes just this was a figment of his imagination. Like I Nah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Nah, I don't think it was a coincidence. She publicly embarrassed him, then she publicly put the song out. Mm. You needed me. He was trying to re. You was trying to. Uh, what did she say? What was he? What was he gonna do? What? Oh, no. She. What was she? What she say? Um. <sighs> damn. She said, "Trying to fix your, trying to fix your inner issues with a bad bitch." Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Who inner issues? You just said the man was a psychopath. He's crazy. Oh, what's, and I don't know inner what, issues with a bad I one. Just, well, Her name is you know Bad what? Girl Riri. Well, you know what? If what? Rihanna. Did do anything with Matt Barnes? She completely downgraded, just down like she she that was horrible. That was horrible. downgrade, just smashing that's somebody. Embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Like somebody. that's really maybe that's why she did it because she a was smash. embarrassed. That's nothing. It's just a it's smash. It's not What's just that? a smash. You let this horrible man. You talk. You 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 like the whole thing about savage activity is supposed to be like not just horrible. He's a bum. It's supposed to be about women doing things that like quote unquote how men do them. Where they don't care, they just smash who they want to smash. Not bummy guys. Like you calling them a bum, but she felt like he was on the hit list. Feel like a, a lot of people. All right. Matt Barnes well, a his bum. his the chick he broke up with, she wasn't a bum. How did she this bum get bum. him? Huh? She was a bum. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Anyway, Antis number one needed me was like I think was a good song, but uh, to me now, Love on the Brain, is my favorite song on that CD now. That's my favorite song now. I think the song is is super clean. I think it it's just like a good touch. It just touches the heart. It's like a it's one of them songs you don't want to listen to when you ain't in the right mood. It'll t- it'll take you down. It'll have you thinking about something. It'll take you down. No pun intended. Yeah, I, I Chris like, Brown. I like um, kiss it better. Kiss it better was, was nice. nice. It was a nice song. That CD was just hard. But the the CD. Here's like the CD was probably, in my opinion, the worst Rihanna CD ever that she's ever came out with. Because Rihanna usually, I've always been a fan of her music, and all her albums have been good. This album, based on how long we were waiting on it, like we're waiting, I think almost two years for Anti. Like she's been teasing Anti for the longest time, and when I heard it, I was like, "This is not. It's it just isn't Rihanna." quality like I, I just didn't think it was her best and I, I honestly think it was her worst album CD went platinum in a day by the way yeah album, the numbers yeah but I, people were the, waiting on that album for two but, years but you're the only one I said that I heard say that was her worst CD oh but it came out at the beginning of the year so I think that CD got the longest time to sit with people I think when when she performed what, what award show did she perform four songs at, four times uh, the um, MTV well she was getting a uh, the MTV Awards. Um, award. She was getting at the, the MTV Awards, when she something. performed her music, people felt good about it still. Then at that point, it wasn't like... Uh, Didn't she perform and Beyonce performed the same night as well? Well, I mean, it was an award show. So a lot of people what, performed. What I'm saying is Beyonce performed for a long time um, that night. So a lot of people weren't really talking about Rihanna's performance. A lot of people was talking about Rihanna. Okay. They was talking about the whole award show, though, period. Okay. Either way, though, uh, uh, I got Rihanna's album at number one. But you don't have Beyonce number one either, so. No, I don't. Well, I don't know why you brought her up then. I'm she, just saying she, I don't she, remember. Don't ta- I don't one. remember thinking or hearing anything about Rihanna at the award show, even though she was getting 
I mean, besides her getting that award, that like it was like a lifetime or oh, the Vanguard. I'm sorry, the Video Vanguard. She got that award, but besides that, it was as far as performances. They talked about Britney Spears' performance being horrible, and Beyonce. You know, of course, classic Beyonce performance. Everything was perfect. So I didn't hear a lot about. Rihanna's Beyond that, though, we talking about anti. If you don't remember hearing about the award show, but the no, uh, CD itself, though, the, the album itself, I feel like, to me, sonically, I don't remember hearing anything as good as this since Watch the Throne, as far as mm. the way the sound quality. Now, to me, the sound is just top of the line. My homeboy told me I need to go listen to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You need I, to. I heard the CD plenty of times. I didn't get that same vibe from to. it. What do you mean I need to? I heard I that see, CD. Yeah, you do. You I, see, I heard that. a CD a whole lot of times. I had the instrumentals from the CD. The CD wasn't as clean as Watch the Throne to me, and the CD wasn't as clean as Anti to me. Now, it could have something to do with the way they record them because these CDs, those are two CDs they kept super secret. Watch the Throne, they was walking around with it on their thumb drive the whole time, and this Anti-CD, not, nothing leaked off of it. The song she was pushing, the Bitch Better Have My Money thing, wasn't on the album. So nobody had anything from this CD. Like, she didn't even put anything out before the CD came out, I don't think. Was Work it? Work might have been out. Work came out right before the CD. Okay, well, none of her stuff leaked. I feel like whatever Jay-Z is doing where they're keeping their music private and it can't be touched is some high-fidelity music. This song, this CD, is high quality to me. It's just top-notch music. It's good R&B. It's good love. It's good shit on the person that you just wanted to shit on, you know, with that one song anyway. Uh, they said she was messing with um Travis uh, Scott when, she, when when the CD came out. So that song, Woo, I thought that was good too. But that that's my top C, That's my top album right there of the year. What's, what's your, uh, everything that you got from top to bottom? Okay. The albums. Number one, I got Solange a seat at the table at the table. Number two, I got Lemonade, Beyonce. Number three, I have Color and Book, Chance the Rapper. Number four, I got twenty eighty eight. Uh that was Janae Aiko and Big Sean. Number five, I have Major Key. Number six, I have the definition of by Fantasia. Um, number seven, I have The Life of Pablo. And number eight, I have Collie Grove. Okay. Why is Kylie Grove on your list? What, what about that is on? Well, I, I, I love Lil Wayne. I love 2 Chains, And I think it was good um, Lil Wayne and 2 Chainz songs on there. Like I I think it was a solid album. I liked it. It was what I expected from those two. Hey, I don't know how it match up against the rest of the CDs. I think I the mean, definition of CDs, was super hard. What album. CDs? What other CDs? I mean... What do you mean match up against what CDs? The CDs you got on your list, like it when it when it like. Well, I mean at number eight, I'm I'm saying just see, I put on here what I played this year, what I've been playing, what kept my attention a little bit, and um, Collie Grove kept my attention because that, and then the Louisiana, I started listening to it again when the Louisiana um, festival, when he went when he did that, so I started listening to that again, um, and it kept my attention a lot. It wasn't it was good Louisiana, I think. And two chains. Um, the twenty eighty eight, I love that album. I think Big Sean and uh, Janae Aiko makes really good music together, and they're both really talented and uh, underrated. That CD was good. I think Janae Aiko is one of the best writers in music. Period. Right now, yeah, I do too. 
Period. I, I like it was a vibe too. I liked it, like the whole CD. Um, Major Key, I liked it. Uh, had some good songs on there. The Definition of was a really good R and B album. That was that's Fantasia's album. It was a really good R and B album. Of course, Fantasia gave you good vocals, so it was solid. And um, The Life of Pablo. Uh, that probably that could actually. I could I loved I liked it but I didn't love it, but I didn't I ex, I expected it wasn't gonna be good at all. Um, so oh, where I, you rank that with Kanye surprised. albums? I'm. Uh, I think it was better than Jesus. But Jesus was like quote unquote terrible. Right, but I'm, what I'm saying so is so what I'm you saying what do I, what would I rank it? Kanye albums. Let's see how many did he have. Uh, you got like College six dropout, late registration, registration, graduation. Um, eight oh eight, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Jesus. So this is the seventh. <clears throat> this is the okay, seventh. Okay, so album. Uh, second to last, I guess. I don't. I don't really think it's it's almost as worse, but I I think it was better than what I was expecting, and certain songs on it put it up there with me because of how much I played it. So um, ultralight beam. And um, what's it? Father, I stretch my hands uh, to the those songs and a couple of other songs were songs that were really good to me. And the production sounded good to me. I don't know. I don't really care as much about what Kanye is saying these days. But um, I, I think he has some good features, good production, and I think it was a solid album. Probably not the best album for Kanye. Well, it wasn't the best album for Kanye, but it was a solid album based on what else came this year. Kanye starting to annoy me, so. Well, yeah, he annoys me what he said. I'm talking about his says, music. I don't care about the, all the other stuff. I'm talking about his music, though. It's like, what the well, hell? It's getting sloppy. Kanye is better than this. It's getting really sloppy, but um, I liked it. I liked yeah. it. So. I, I feel like I haven't heard Kanye rap since Watch the Throne. Like, all the stuff he doing features, he's on music, but I feel like he hasn't been really rapping since Watch the Throne. That was 2011. So, to me... When Kanye did, when ain't rapped in 2010. That was 2010. Okay. Ka- to me, Kanye hasn't rapped since, since five years ago. Like, that's how I'm looking at him. Well, Every I time he do some bullshit. The good music uh, compilation. Um, Every time I hear Kanye I on, on some new bullshit, I'm like, all right, it's just another year passing where Kanye just ain't rapping no more. Well, can I give an honorable mention? What? Drum's new album, uh, Big Baby Drum. I think it's too late in the game for it, but uh, for this year. But I think Big Baby Drama is a really good album, so it gets honorable mention for me. And if it came out a little earlier, then I could replace hmm, probably The Life of Pablo with um, Big Baby Drum. So you would put the life of you would put Drum and then The Life of Pablo, then take two chains out of there. No, no, no. I would, I would, I would put that over Kali Grove. Kali Grove is probably is number eight. Would still be that, but I would just take The Life of Pablo out. And put Big Baby Drum there. So if that means that you think Holly Grove is better than Life of Pablo. No, I don't. Okay. I like the whole Holly Grove album, but I like a lot of a couple of songs better than on uh the Life of Pablo better than Holly Grove. That's a whole project. Okay. So, well I did like Fantasia's album. That joint was nice. And I think she did a lot of the production and writing herself. I think she was saying she was like well, yeah, in, I know she, wrote a she lot was independent. Shit. She was starting to do everything on her own. She directed a video um where she was messing with the white cop. She did that on her own. Mm-hmm. She just yeah, I think Fantasia's cold. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think um 
Like if Joe Budden's joint would have came out earlier, it might have made, um, it might have knocked the seat at the table out of there if it would have came out earlier. Just because, well, it might not. I might have just had nine CDs probably on my list. But I think it's, I think it's uh, one of the better lyrical albums of the year. So it would have been up there with Layers and Blank Face. <clears throat> but it, I think it's better sounding than Layers though. Mm-hmm. Blank Face is good. Is like to me the sound. It was perfect. But uh, layers, though, layers sound is not all the way right. It's just lyric on it kicked the year. But um, I think, uh, like, I feel like some of the stuff that came out at the end of last year could be kind of mentioned. Like, my honorable mention would be, like, royalty. Yeah. Well, I think if that it was, was this uh, year, because it's December. No, I mean, it's December. I'm saying, though, so we going back. It's already it's October. Yeah, if it was so this year, that would, be up, that would be on my list. It would it be in the be last 12 months, yeah. though. Well, yeah. So... Royalty, I think Black Market by Rick Ross was way underrated. I think people was just caught up in him doing some of the stupid stuff he was doing, like with the lyrical lore, all that publicity stunt crap. Yeah, and he then him coming at um him trying to help Meek Mill out with Drake, him trying to squash the beef between Meek and Wale again. It, it, Ross was making himself look like a clown, but his CD was actually good though. Yeah. So like, yeah. Um. Uh, around that time as well, Miguel's album, uh, I think it's called Wild Heart. A lot of people didn't really speak about it, but it was a good album. It was, it was real solid, so it was a really good album. I like mm-hmm. that. Uh, uh, I think Long Live ASAP came out later on that year too. I don't, I haven't heard anything about it, but <laughs> I mean, no, I haven't heard the album, but I heard a lot of people liked it. I don't. Just mentioning it. All right, man. All right. That is, I mean, those are the best albums of the year. The, the albums that Shay picked, I can't argue with none of them. I don't think Pablo should be on there or Kali. I don't, I never even looked at Kali Grove like that. But 2088, though, after she told me it was that hers, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this album is right. And Fantasia, I already was listening to that. I think Fantasia album is, is cold, too. She could just, she just sing, man. It just sounds so personal. Like, you could feel it. Oh, you know what? Another, I'm sorry. We totally forgot about uh, what honorable mention, I think, is Young Thug. He mm. came out this year. He had a very good album. Um, I liked everything about the album. There not really a lot that I didn't like about it. So, um, that's another one. I liked it, but I, it can't go with these, these ones I picked. I picked, okay. like... He, he might go in there. I'm just saying honorable mention. In my know. list, he'll go in there with like major key and shit like that. That that I thought was good, but it ain't good enough for me to mention. Like with yeah. these, I feel like these the eight that I picked was like top notch. And I, and look how high like Solange got a top notch album. So hers is at my bottom. So that uh, the eight I feel like I picked is like up there. Okay. And then it's like everybody else at the bottom because I feel like Solange shit was nice. It was cold. Like I'll probably listen to Solange album more than. You do Lemonade. I listened to Lemonade a lot when it first came out. Okay. I listened to Seat at the Table more than, but probably more times than Lemonade by now because mm-hmm. I'd be listening to it a lot. More than Lemonade, more than Layers, and probably more than Coloring Book. Oh. I would just rewind how great, how great I kept on playing over and over. I kept playing a song with Justin Bieber over and over, <laughs> over and over, uh, and yeah, 
The the reason I can't go with the life of Pablo is because the best part about that whole album is Chance the Rapper's verse. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I like the Kelly Clark so. Yeah, but like Chance was the star that to me anyway. Chance was the star of that album. So I can't I can't like Kanye two season for somebody else to be the best part of his album. Like I ain't you know, he's still a great producer, but you know, I can't go for that Kanye easy. Before I let y'all get up out of here, y'all as in the listeners, I got to um, talk to y'all about about black women being underpaid and people being underpaid, period, because this is, you know, it's crazy. Sorry, I had to sneeze. <clears throat> it's crazy to me. Like, uh, let's, let's look at the numbers, period. Uh. The highest paid people, period, in America are Asian men. Flat out. They make they make a median earning uh, annual salary as of 2015, 60000 a year. $60,897 a year. Next is white men, 55166 So they they make so white men people complain about you said that's median uh, yeah people complain about white men but white men make 5,000 less than Asian men so we need to get in the jobs they got but I think the interesting thing about who's number three is not a man at all it's Asian women Asian women make 7,000 more annually than white women do mm-hmm. and they make Asian women make 49,000 a year the problem with that is Asian, I guess, for whatever reason, they group things by race. So that race, that um, ethnicity's male against that's, that ethnicity's female. I don't think that that, why does that matter? Like, I don't understand why. If you really break down the numbers, that's, everybody should be compared to, it should be like men. But why do they put, they put next to Asian women and Asian men. Anyway, Asian women, so it's, it's almost like they're admitting that people get paid based on their race. Like each, each different ethnicity is getting different pay. It's not even just white, black. It's like everybody gets their own pay. Right. That's weird. Well, I don't know. I think with the Asian, like the Asian, uh, the numbers for that, I think it's kind of safe to assume that Asian people are not, are not coming over here doing just any kind of, uh, they're doing certain um, occupation, they're pursuing certain occupations um, that pay more, and if they don't, they're entrepreneurs. Right, but what I'm saying so, is, look at the numbers. They all, not all of them, but a lot of the Asians are, uh, they're either coming here or they're being uh, pretty much streamlined into the tech and the medical and things like that, right? But the males make 11000 more than the females. That's the issue. Right. So, the the female the the woman um the Asian woman makes eighty one percent the salary of the Asian man so for every dollar the Asian man makes the Asian woman only makes eight uh eighty one cents mm-hmm. it's even less for the white man versus the white woman mm-hmm. the white man makes um for every dollar he makes the white woman makes seventy six cents now they've been throwing these numbers around a lot that for every dollar the woman only make they're, they're doing man versus woman right they'll the, the uh, macro scale every dollar the man makes the woman 
is making 70 cents or 71 cents. That's the number they keep on saying. They're not saying why those numbers are so low. Those numbers are low because of black and Hispanic women. It drives it way down because they're the ones that's really getting paid a lot less. Mm -hmm. White women make more than black men, which is something they don't talk about a lot. They just say man versus woman. Men number male numbers are being driven up by Asian and white men, and it's being but, brought down by Black and Hispanic uh, women. The women, uh, right? So, pay. so uh, okay. white and Asian women make more than Black men. So to say, so so everybody with this uh, wage gap shit, that that's the reason that they use Black man versus Black woman, Asian man, so that they could keep that um, stereotype up that women get paid less. Not all women get paid less than all men. No. It's some women get paid far less than some men. This salary, Hispanic women make less than half what, what Asian men make. They don't show that number. That That's less than half. Black women... Almost half? What is that? No, yeah. Black women make a little bit over half. With okay. the, so if every dollar an Asian man makes, a black woman is only making around 58 cents. Oh, wow. Something like that. So, so these numbers need to be talked about all across the board. So when white women, yes, white women are far underpaid also compared to their counterparts or their yeah, counterparts, but they're still paid higher than all of the rest of the men. Native American men, uh, Pacific Islanders, black and Hispanic men are all paid less than white women and Asian women by far. Like it's not... For Asian women, it's not even close. Asian women make... Uh, the difference between black men and Asian women is the same thing as Asian women to Asian men. So think about that. They make 11000 more than we make per year. Um, but let's look at the numbers of the women compared to white men. So Hispanic women, in comparison to white men, Hispanic women make 54%. Well, it's Less. A, no, 54% of the uh, salary. Every dollar a white man makes, Hispanic women make 54 cents. For every dollar a white man makes, African-American women make 62 cents. For white women... 63. Oh, 62. Okay. For white women, they make 76 pennies for every 100 pennies that white men make. For Asian women... They make 90%. So Asian women are just out here. They grind it. They're closer than everybody else is to white men. The reason definitely is because of the type of jobs we get. Because of the, the type of jobs they get first, the type of jobs everybody else is getting. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I just wanted to... Okay, there's another, there's another chart on here that says... Uh, it's talking about education level. So even even oh, women and men yeah, even with the same men. even with the same educational um, background or accolades, the male is still making a lot more than the female. Even when when oh I saw another even when they have less than a high school diploma. So someone uh, a man with no high school diploma and a woman with no high school diploma, the man still makes more money, which is still crazy. Well, you know, what's like you said, what's driving that number down still, we can look at that, black women, Hispanic women, because we've all read the numbers about black women being the most educated. So just based on that, like you, you would think. I don't have the numbers on that. Well, I mean, 
I think I saw it a, a while ago, but um, and it was around this time. But black women are definitely driving those numbers um, down for uh, white women, black and Hispanic women. I'm sorry, are driving those numbers down for uh, women being paid less. And I think that we can pretty much assume that the white feminists are using, I think, are using black women as just using them because of those numbers being so crazy, but they're not putting out that they are making more than black men, more than Hispanic, Hispanic men, men, more than Native American right, men. Right, they're more basically saying, Islander. oh, we're making you know less than everybody, and they're putting out the numbers that are affecting black and Hispanic women more so than anybody. So yeah. that's something I never thought about um, before they are being paid about. less than white men, but they are p- being paid less, I mean, more than a lot of other men. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I mean, it's not for me or us to say that they shouldn't be offended that they oh, get paid less. Definitely. They should be offended too. However, we just need people to do the, do the studies uh, on this stuff. This It's called the pay gap, the wage gap. You can look it up. These numbers are recent as of 2015. So they're the most recent numbers. They're up to date. As of right now, 2016 numbers won't come out right yet. So we need to figure out how we can close the gap. First of all, um, the problem seems always to be who should be the priority. Because when we try to um, figure out like who should get the focus, then it makes sure it makes so that nobody can advance. Mm-hmm. So. That's probably going to be the toughest thing. So if we say let's let's make it sure that women get paid equal to men. But what man are they comparing? If they do the man as a monolith, then it will still leave a lot of women underpaid and it'll leave a lot of men underpaid also, which will be the pretty much the uh, minority men, black, Hispanic, Native American and Pacific Islander all being underpaid. But um, by the way, Pacific Islander men make more than black men. Just to put that out there. Um, I do think the biggest factor, the biggest um, influential factor in these numbers are the types of jobs that we all get. So the uh, I saw something that said 20% of all working black males are in the pretty much transportation, construction, manufacturing industry. So that was the largest number for us. And so most of our workers, or the the largest group of our workers, works in a field that doesn't allow for high salaries. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of production-based companies, hourly hourly jobs, things like that. And things like that will keep us down as far as uh, wage comparison. So I don't know how we can make the um the gap closer. I just wanted to put the numbers out so that everybody can decide how they want to contribute to it. We definitely do need to start getting in the fields that are not traditionally um, consisting of black people. That's one of the reasons that our numbers are low because we are not everywhere. If we were everywhere, our salaries would be higher. Okay, you got anything else you want to add to that? Um, not really, no. No? No. All right, man. I will catch y'all fools next week, cousins. Until next time. Peace, though.